You're out of your league, McGinnis. I know every trick the original Batman and Robin knew at their peak. Maybe. But you don't know a thing about me. Geek Generation. 80! 20 away from 100. I can do math. I'm pretty sure you just blew out the microphone. <laughs> People everywhere in their cars. The kid running in Ireland or wherever he is. was like, oh my god. They're going to hear that 80 and then they're just going to tune out right away. Yeah, the dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Show over for me. Uh, before we get rolling today, I do want to plug something really quick. We recorded a guest listener edition episode for a show called Pop Spotting, uh, which is a show that had interviewed me in the past and uh, talked a little bit about the uh, some TV shows that we were disappointed with that got canceled before their time, or at least in our opinion, before their time. So if you want to listen to that, you can go over to popspotting.net and find that episode, or you can search for Pop Spotting on iTunes and listen to us over there. And that should be up by now, I'm assuming. We Hopefully. haven't recorded it yet in our world, but <laughs> in the virtual world, yes, in the virtual world, in this time ripped that we are dealing with, <laughs> ripped for the. I ripped made up new the... words. I was trying to say one, and then I switched it to another halfway through, and that's what happens. Time rift. <laughs> uh, let's go over some quick news, really quick. There's not a lot of stuff to go over here, but it's a little leftover from last week. The first of which. Ashton Kutcher has reportedly landed the role of Steve Jobs for an upcoming biopic, largely based on his resemblance to Jobs during his early days as a hippie. Terrible. Thank you. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher is like one of the worst actors of all time. I don't understand because he looks like him. Yeah, how, how just because you look like somebody. That's yeah. often how they start mean... off with that. Yeah, but it's, it's Ashton him. Kutcher. I mean, you, like he, he has act. never played anything except the same role he's played from that '70s show. He's pretty worse much. than Ryan Reynolds. You know how much I, <laughs> I don't, don't like that, Ryan Reynolds. Wow. That's a lot of hatred I, right there. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree with that. But, yeah, he's just a clown, and I don't understand why anyone would take him seriously. I thought as, he was fine as, in the butterfly effect. Yeah, he was okay in that. That was probably one of his better things. But, yeah, other than that, it's just, like, the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, this story's hilarious. <laughs> All right. Why don't you read it to uh, us? <laughs> Universal Pictures is planning a sequel to 1988's Twins. You know that movie that had Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito? That's a great movie. The sequel is being called Triplets. Oh, no. And they're introducing a third brother. Wait, so wait, wait. Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are going to be in it again? Yeah. And they're going to have a third brother. Sylvester Stallone. Eddie Murphy. Yes! <laughs> so they're going to try and explain that one. Uh, a really tall, jacked-up white guy, a really yeah. short white guy, and, and a, then black a guy. funny black guy yeah. that are all supposed to be brothers. Yeah. And and Schwarzenegger was talking about a poster that he'd like to see oh, where like the three great. of them are on it, and it says only their mother can tell them apart. <laughs> That's great. That is funny. Oh, this so is, I don't I don't know what to think of this. I, I think, think I'm gonna, gonna have to see it. This is gonna be great. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll absolutely see it, but it's yeah. just so. And how old is Arnold now? Let's ballpark this. I don't 50 know. Second. I don't know. Mm. Not sure, but I mean, it's not. He can't do what the movie originally was. Like, yeah, he's still big and muscular, yeah. but he's not like that ripped genetic oh. specimen oh, that he time. used he to just be. Had his shoulder repaired. Give him by the time they yeah. start filming. But that was off. like the whole point of the movie is that yeah. he. Yeah. And it was like a genetic thing, wasn't it? Like, yeah, something like that. Did they yeah. ever really go into why? I don't remember. I don't. No, yeah, was, I remember. It, I watched it, was, it, it a ton very, as a kid. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> yeah, let's figure out why. Uh, you might like this, Mike. I don't know. Hellraiser. Yeah. The series is in development. A series? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it going to be on TV, or is it, are they going to do like HBO? or something? I don't know which channel yet. There's not a lot of information yeah, out about it yet. I don't know if it's not going to be. Like on stars, I would or imagine it's going to be on one of the premium channels. I hope so yeah, because those movies so. were gory. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You is it something that would support a series? I don't know. Like, what like do you I don't. Have? I don't even no. understand the premise of no, the movie. The like, premise know. is that there's this Haven't little they? box that opens up, basically a, a gate to hell, mm-hmm. and they're called the Cenobites. Oh, I stole it. No, and no. <laughs> they all come out. And basically, it's that fine line between like pleasure and pain. Mm-hmm. Like they just just like torture people, but I can't. So they that... could torture people weekly. <laughs> no, it's not going to work. No, no, because who are they going to have? Unless they get the the guy to play Pinhead, Pinhead. if they could get use anybody. Pinhead. Yeah, no, but this guy has been when you. It's like the same guy, like with Freddy Krueger. Yeah, like Robert England. Yeah, but Freddy they changed Kruger. that too. Yeah, and it didn't yeah. go well. I don't. People weren't too thrilled with the new guy. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were fine. You don't watch them. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, I I, I pay attention to reaction. Yeah, yeah it I seemed okay. I, I I don't think it's uh it's something that can support a series. Huh. I I disagree, but that's really. I mean, there's been eight. There's been like eight Hellraiser movies, and all yeah, of that's them, a you know, series. They, <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's not just Pinhead. There's all other like Cenobites, right? And thing. So, I mean, they could easily make it into a series. They just don't have to use Pinhead as much. I mean, I could see it. Not to say that it's going to be successful, but I could I could see them doing it. I just don't mm. know if anyone would. There's going to have to be a major sub story going on. Yeah. Like, is, if it was a prequel, yeah. like, to all the movies somehow? I yeah. don't know. We'll Unless see. they do it kind of like Twilight Zoney, then there's no connecting. Could do that. Yeah. They're all individual stories. Yeah. So the last thing I heard was that they were remaking the movie. They were going to reboot uh, it I, with I heard a new too, guy. I guess they stopped. I'd rather them not do that. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. So that's happening. Okay. Uh, uh, Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it elicits laughter right away. I love that series. You know what's funny? I, I never played funny. any of them. What? Really? You, that no. would be right up your alley. I know, I know what it is. I know. I'm sure it would be. Yeah. I remember one came out on Xbox. The last two were terrible. Really? And it yeah. was Magna because. Cum laude or yeah, something. Yeah. It was because it wasn't the the right creative team. They, oh. It's a totally different company that has it now. But there is an HD remake of Leisure Suit Larry in the Land of the Lounge Lizards, Ooh. which is the first Leisure Suit Larry game that is up on Kickstarter. Oh. Speaking of, which we talked about last week. This Kickstarter thing. Yeah. Well, uh, Double Fine, I, I read a report the other day that the Double Fine Adventure Kickstarter really amped up the video game Kickstarter mm-hmm. portion. So not only, and everyone thought it was just because Double Fine was getting all this money, but no, they just brought attention to it. Yeah. And now people are browsing through the video game section, contributing more, and it's cool. it's hugely popular now. I mean, yeah, I mean, not to interrupt, but my friends have a board game on there that they, they were at PAX and... Um, they their initial goal was fifteen thousand, and now they've made over a hundred and four thousand as as of yesterday. So wow. that's awesome. 
yeah. So I mean, uh, it it's it seems to be working for everything right now. <laughs> I guess the um the goal is not only to remake the original game in HD with like voiceover mm-hmm. and everything, but to make it successful enough so that they can work on a new Leisure Suit Larry game. And this is the original team now yeah. working on it. Alo, oh, okay. the guy who created uh, Leisure Suit Larry and was responsible for a lot of that original game him what's the plot of this game you're just trying to get uh you try to get laid, laid. yeah <laughs> this is a, why haven't i played i don't this? know i was just gonna that's why i said it's right up your <laughs> and it's hysterical it's yeah. so funny because he, he does but it's always like the last thing yeah like that's how you beat the game yeah but his attempts all the way through are yeah. so funny the humor is great i think you'd totally love it oh, I gotta, I but um the original team all worked for sierra and that was the company that put oh, out leisure suit larry oh, mm. And now a lot of those former Sierra employees have gotten together and formed, I think, what they call replay games. Mm-hmm. And Allo is one of those people. And all those original Sierra employees that originally made Leisure Suit Larry are the ones that are going to do the HD remake. Cool. And they and in the, one of the videos, one of the updates that Allo put on the Kickstarter, he said, yeah, those last two, last two Leisure Suit Larry games did suck. So <laughs> we're, we're trying to take it back. They're licensing from the people who have the Leisure Suit Larry license. Yeah. They bought the license to do the HD remake. And part of the condition for them keeping the license is if they can prove that it's successful yeah. and that there's an audience out there for it still, then they can continue to use the license for newer Leisure Suit Larry games. Cool. Which is cool. So absolutely support that. I'll link that in the show notes. And lastly, here in the news, EA wants to develop a Need for Speed movie. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Universal. Good, I'll watch it. Universal's not interested. Oh wait, already. A minute. didn't they already do that? Wasn't it called Fast and Furious? That's I what I was about say. to say. <laughs> Universal's not interested because they have the Fast and the yeah, Furious no franchise, but Warner Brothers, Sony, and Paramount are all said to be interested because they've seen how successful the Fast and the Furious franchise has been. Even if it's not like the most highly acclaimed thing, it's profitable. We yeah. need a Road Rash movie. Remember Road Rash? <laughs> we need that Twisted Metal movie to Ooh, keep moving that'd forward. Be cool. Which has already been talked about. I think we talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. So that's all that's going on in the news. Hmm. But we do have, for the first time in a while, mm-hmm. a lot of great listener feedback. So let's jump into the mailbag. Jamail! Jamail is here! Ooh. First one comes in from G1. He had left a voicemail, but for some reason, the audio quality made it really difficult to understand. So I had to listen to it a few times to kind of figure out what was actually going on in the (laughs) message. But I deciphered most of it. And what I got out of it is uh, (laughs) he mentioned that the contact page needs updating. And it absolutely does on the site that um, I have some people up there who don't really contribute anymore. I was going to say, I told you that about like a year ago. I know. And I've just been, (laughs) I have not had time to deal with it. Uh, And Mike Volpe's not even on it. So. Little things like that, probably. Like, Who's this guy on the show? He's not even on the page. <laughs> yeah, but and that was also too. I created the contact page when we were more centered on the site articles yeah. than we were the show. And now that this is kind of the prominent thing, the site needs to reflect that. So I will handle that at some point. He also suggested that we look into interviewing the Route Twenty Nine Batman. Oh my God! <laughs> you didn't hear about the story? It was friggin' oh, everywhere. The guy who got pulled over. Yeah, in a Batmobile. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, everyone. That was you. No, <laughs> that was you. Don't Everyone lie. on the face of this planet has yeah. sent me a link to that story. I'm sure they did. Like, yeah. <laughs> President Obama did too. Yes. He was like, hold on. Oh, we're not in the he war did. anymore. Hold on, he knows how big a Batman fan Berserker. I am. <laughs> and he said, Is that your Obama impression? That was terrible. <laughs> to me, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> so, yeah, I've heard this story from everybody. It's a cool story. 
I don't know if it's something I need to talk to him about. Yeah. Like, so you I, got pulled over in a Batmobile. Yeah. Like, what were you doing? <laughs> he was he was speeding. I guess. Yeah, I know. Obviously, and, but it was it was mainly because his back plate was a Batman logo instead of an actual plate. He had a front plate, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. so it I don't know. It wasn't the fact that he was actually driving around in a Batmobile. It wasn't. It was. He was in a Lamborghini license plate. No, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. His license plate. <laughs> he was dressed know. up as Batman right. at the time, though. On his way, I thought it was. I saw How the. Do you uh, give him, if I was a cop, I'd just be like, "Look, here's the deal. Fix that. What's wrong?" That's what they did. Oh yeah. no, they pulled I didn't him read over. Story. I just oh, saw okay. the. I saw a quick thing. I read a quick glimpse. Thing. They pulled him over. They said, "You need to take care of the plate." Then they asked to take pictures with him, and they did. Good move. Yeah. The, the whole video from the cop car the cam is up. Oh, I gotta watch that. Yeah, you All can right. watch him. That's great. Like go through the whole conversation, and what he does is he was on his way to a hospital to visit sick kids. That's what he does. Yeah. In the costume, so. He just happens to do it in a freaking black Lamborghini. That sounds Lamborghini. like a good thing for you to do. I know. I know. Have a lot of time, no, I think but... I think it would be a fun thing to do. I probably need a Batman costume first, though. <laughs> we know true. a guy who does leather work. And we do. <laughs> I'm just saying. I also know a guy who knows a lot of people that do Batman cosplay stuff. Mm-hmm. Mister Bob Kiefer. That's right. I have I have a costume in mind already, and it's something that most people have not done. I have something unique in mind. Oh, yes. But An I, ass flap Batman suit. <laughs> because really, how when did you figure that out so easily? And you have to go. Where's he go? Like to get that suit off, it's got to be a pain in the ass. He just needs the little buttons on the back. Butt flap comes out, squats. They're just thing, pants. <laughs> they're just pants. But they're tight leather looking pants. Yeah. When you gotta We've go, got it's no different than like when, pro when, wrestling when that tights. Taco Bell goes through you oh on your way. <laughs> There's a reason I don't eat these things. Mm. <laughs> when the Taco We're Bell really goes through you, Batman it does go through me. Stories. Yeah, I know. Why do you always have to bring it back to that? <laughs> go through what? For butt you? stuff. <laughs> because butt stuff's really funny to me. <laughs> butt stuff has always been funny to everybody. It's always back to the butt stuff. Highest rated episode, regular episode. Asplosion. I don't know if it is anymore. <laughs> well, then I need to have an Asplosion part I'm two. pretty sure oh, Zombie fuck. Apocalypse has trumped Asplosion uh, at this point. Oh. It was a very popular episode. Uh, <laughs> that's He's debatable. Gonna have to. Scott Herman interviews up there, too. Mm, Not going to lie. Those Scott are our two highest rated episodes. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like, oh, my I ass isn't to, yeah. as important no, anymore. I just got to up it somehow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, please don't. <laughs> yeah, please don't. For your own sake. Okay. I appreciate the stories, but for your own sake. <laughs> the next one comes in from Matthew Boyd, who says, Gentlemen, just thought I'd pop in and say hey, wait, that I'm... who's he talking to? I know. I, <laughs> I get confused, too. Gentlemen. Like this gentleman here. <laughs> what are you listening to? <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd pop in and say that I'm really enjoying the Spotlight episodes. It's cool to learn more about you guys. Well... We're spotlighting me later on in this episode, yeah. so you can you can hear some more of that. So that's good. Save the best for last. If that's what you want to call it, sure. Sure. Oh, sure. I, <laughs> uh, I have something to share, and Mike, I think you're going to like this. I'm going oh. to give you my recipe for my Italian three-cheese grilled cheese. Ooh. So he heard, <laughs> right. he heard about yeah. your love for grilled cheese and thought he would share this. Uh, I'll, I'll run through this fairly quickly, but um, <laughs> do you have your notepad out? Hold on. Oh, wait, we're recording this. We're recording this. I can just listen to it, but the iPhone's out. Oh, okay. I got the new iPhone. Well, it's not the 4S. It's the 4. Oh, okay. um, You don't really need to type this down right now. Well, I'm going to. But it's a lot of information. (laughs) Well, I'm just pretending. So oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> are you? Do you, are you edit that? Wait, wait. Edit. Are you miming visually for the people who can't see us? I am. <laughs> of course you are. You will need butter, garlic butter. powder, okay. mm-hmm. uh, mozzarella cheese, provolone cheese, parmesan cheese, and Italian bread. Mm-hmm. Simple enough, right? Yeah. Okay. Take room temperature butter and mix in a pinch of garlic powder and parmesan cheese. 
spread the butter mixture on a couple slices of Italian bread and put in frying pan side down, mm-hmm. uh, frying pan butter side down. Then yeah, put a slice each of mozzarella and provolone cheese and top with the other slice. Mm-hmm. Grill till golden brown and enjoy. It's grilled cheese with garlic bread. How can you go wrong? Oh, this is great. Yeah. See, this is the kind of stuff we need to get on the show. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Or you can just Listen. go buy Texas toast and throw cheese in between it. <laughs> yeah, he just completely bashed his idea. No, yeah, right. no. Well, no, he's, <laughs> his is homemade. Yeah. It's probably, I'm not going to say too. healthier, but it probably has a little less sodium than Texas toast. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, so that's uh, cool. He also says, I have a quick question to finish off with. I listen to you and the Nerdist podcast and several others, and I've heard this question brought up several times. What is a geek slash nerd? My question is, do you think the characters on the Big Bang Theory kind of blur the lines between the two? I see them as both nerds, scientists and such, and geeks, comics, gaming, and sci-fi. Please discuss. Keep up the great work. We've discussed. We you, actually we, have discussed this you before. You did the geek nerd thing before. Yeah, yeah uh, this might have actually been back at, around explosion time. Yeah, we talked I think it about was this shortly before or after. This, yeah, around episode fifty, we had. I had actually written into this was right. We discussed it right before we went to the show. Yeah, to yeah, see it was before, it was the two right of us New went York. to a stand-up show. Mm-hmm. We had actually. I had written into. Oh, yeah, so uh, I've written a quement into the the quement. Nerdist podcast yeah. that Jonah read on the air. And in it, I I said that they had talked about in a previous episode the difference between geek and a nerd. And I said that my definition is that, and this changes from person to person. We understand this. They are interchangeable words for the most part. But I have always looked at it as that geeks are the larger overarching term. And uh, a nerd is something within that right category. Because a geek is a level of obsession. Mm-hmm. You can be a geek about anything and it's not what you're into but how you're into it if you yeah. have an obsession with anything you're into you can be a sports geek you can be a sci-fi yeah. geek you can be a band geek you can be a music geek so a geek is someone that is overly obsessed with something to be overly obsessed with academics and intellectual pursuits is what makes you a nerd like being on the math team or something sure yeah like the debate club chess yeah. team stuff like that the thing and nerds generally have and I'm not saying this is the always the case but the online and uh, societal impression is that nerds have more of a social ineptitude than geeks do. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not saying that's the case for sure, but that's that's the general attitude. Again, I still just break it down as geeks is the umbrella term and nerds are like academic geeks. I agree with that. Sure. Yeah. That's how I've always broken it down. Mm-hmm. So the characters on the Big Bang Theory, if you're referencing them as uh, such, I would say that they are both. Because they are their their jobs are all very nerdy, uh-huh. and even a lot of the things they do, like they'll do their jobs and come up with theories on quantum physics and all that stuff in their free time, which is very nerdy. But they're also into gaming and comic books, and those are all geeky things. So yeah, they're both. You can be both, mm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good question. Uh, he also yeah. says, "P.S. Lastly, uh, lastly, bleh. if Chris Tong is super fan, I want to be ultra fan, Matt Boyd." Oh, it's. It, I know. Can right. we start giving out titles? Can we do I this? He I don't know. Chris Fan. Chris he has Tong given us a decent fan. amount of money. Yeah, but money doesn't make <laughs> you. Money doesn't make I'm you. I'm just saying. Money makes you gives you status. No. Yeah. I I don't know. I think I think uh, I don't. I, think I it, don't think Chris Tong could handle this. 
I'm afraid for his. You're well-being. afraid for his if we start handing out yeah. titles. Yeah. I mean, G1. Kind I'm afraid of, for my own well-being. If I go, if I meet this kid, I'm afraid he's gonna be like, "How come I'm not the super ultra fan anymore?" Right. And then, come wanna, not, like, and then all of a sudden, it's like an anime where someone's <laughs> yeah. the super ultra mega like crazy yeah. fan. I don't know if I'll be able to keep track of all of them. No, this is too tough. I mean, the only ones who have really gotten names, it hasn't been people who have really asked for them. Superfan got his. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. We you just don't kind of get something because you it. ask for it. Yeah. You earn it. And G1 came you from are. being our original, like, number one fan. Yeah. And then his name got shortened to G1. So it just kind of happened organically. I feel like yeah. that has to happen. Yes. And it's generally based on the level of contribution, not monetarily, but... Like Superfan wrote in every single show. Yes. Yeah. So he like worked for it. <laughs> sometimes he had very little to say. Sometimes. But sometimes, sometimes his just phone say, calls were just like, why did you call? <laughs> but we enjoyed it. To the point where he's a contributor to the show. Right. Like if there's a segment that Matt Boyd can think of where he's addressing himself as ultra fan Matt Boyd, we have little choice but to accept this. Right. So I don't know. Maybe uh, it's got to happen a little organically, though. I think that is the case. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Uh, We recognize your request and we're not denying it, but (laughs) there's there's work that needs to be done. You got the stamp of maybe. Yes. The stamp of maybe. You got a (laughs) non-answer. Like those annoying idiots on Facebook that reply to uh, your events with maybe. Maybe. Sons of bitches. Maybe. It's like if I don't have anything else to do. Yeah. yeah, If I remember, I'll go. But you have the seven tasks of Hercules to earn that ultra fan, Mm -hmm. Matt Boyd title. I don't know what they are, but. (laughs) Send us a video of you like overcoming ridiculous obstacles and we'll make you (laughs) the Uber fan or something. Seven ridiculous tasks. That'd be hysterical. I'd post it on the YouTube channel. That'd be funny. Uh, Next one comes in. We were speaking last week about how we have a global audience. This proves it. Yeah. This comes from Tony in Japan. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Tony says, hey, guys, enjoy the show. Being that I'm in Japan, a lot of Western geek news slips through my radar, but you guys help keep me in the loop, so thanks for that. I know you're experimenting with the format of the show, but even if you won't be having news episodes anymore, it's still nice to get some news here and there like you've been doing lately. So he appreciates that we're hanging with it. By the way, the reason why the zombies in The Walking Dead are called walkers is because the show slash comic takes place in a world where the Romero movies don't exist and the characters are unfamiliar with the idea of zombies. Kirkman said this on the Nerdist podcast when he was a guest. And also, Rob, despite your lack of interest in The Walking Dead, it was nice that you had that discussion of it. Anyway, keep the shows coming. Good. That's good to know. So, Brian, that's true, yeah? Learn something. Yep. I should have known that, but I kind of slipped my mind. I should have known, too, because I listened to that episode with Kirkman of Nerdist, but (laughs) I don't think I was really... You probably paying yeah, you any attention like, to Walking Dead. He zoned at that point. out at that point. Yeah. Huh? Well, the whole I mean, Kirkman is he's a funny guy anyway, so yeah. it was a good yeah. episode. But when they started talking about Walking Dead, I was just like blah 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 blah. Whatever. Blah 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 blah. That's what I do in my head. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, I'm glad we had the conversation, even though I had no, no idea what was going on. Uh, last one comes in from Anna Zifkak. Oh, Anna. Yeah, co-host Anna Zifkak. We haven't seen in a while. No, she has a lot to say. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's always uh-oh. Why? It is. Uh-oh. I don't know, because I, I always feel like You're Anna, afraid of Anna. I am terrified of Anna. <laughs> I can tell you're afraid and scared of Anna. I am. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boys. I enjoyed the flick chart episode. It was different and fun. The banter was great, and it was something different. I've used it myself, and although fun and addicting, I am pretty disappointed by the final rankings, mm. both when I use it and on your show. It just doesn't seem to make any sense. If Beetlejuice won over Goonies, I think I recall something else winning over Beetlejuice later. How did Goonies make it to first? 
According to my logic, yeah. that would put the Goonies in third, or at the very least behind Beetlejuice. Still fun, but I think their software needs tweaking or something. Uh, it might yeah, need tweaking. Yeah, things are a little off. Yeah. In it. I don't really pay attention to the actual lists that it generates. It's more about the process yeah. for me. I don't even... Did we rank Beetlejuice yeah. over Goonies? Did we? I don't remember. Uh, I think so. There's, May have. Yeah. Why would we do that? I don't know. <laughs> now, now, hearing it again, I'm like... Wait, we know. need to go back and do part two. This, something's not right. We need to re-rank our we top do. 20. Also, uh, if you're unaware, which I think we mentioned during the episode, is that when you have a list generated, you can select one of those movies and choose to re-rank it. Yeah. And it will go through some of the things on your list so you can have a more accurate interpretation of where mm-hmm. it should have been. So you, you can do things to kind of tweak it because it is a very complex yeah. system. But uh, yeah, it might need tweaking, too. It's still a fairly new site, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who knows? By the way, they're actually following the Geek Generation Twitter account now. Are they? Really? They are because I, cool. I tweeted it out uh, with with their name yes. on our episode, and they're following us cool. now, too. So that's cool. Very cool. Uh, Anna continues. My second comment is about the Walking Dead finale episode. Mm. Robbie mentioned that you don't really watch, uh, don't really want to watch it because of your paranoia while watching horror movies, apprehending something will jump out at any time. Just FYI, The Walking Dead really isn't like that. It doesn't contain hardly any cheap scares. There are only two I can think of, one from season one and one from season two. It just isn't the style of the show. It is more like a drama thriller than a scare fest. Actually, I wouldn't even qualify the show as scary at all. It's just really fucking good. Um, well said. Well <laughs> yeah, we tried to kind of get that across, that it's not just a generic, like, oh, it's scary horror. It's it's more of like the human drama. It's yeah. not. Which you guys mentioned, and again, it's yeah. not its not even the jumping out that scares me. Most of the time, I see that coming a mile away, and because there's horror movies are so predictable, so that stuff doesn't bother me that much. It's the paranoia that I know that zombies exist in this world, and that they could literally like turn any corner. You're not going to survive the zombie apocalypse. And zombies could <laughs> be there. Uh, no, here's the problem. I will survive. Anyone that's with me will be dead because I'll be so <laughs> trigger happy and I'll have such an itchy trigger finger. I'll just assume everybody's a zombie and I'll just shoot everything. Oh. So I will be the person who's like isolated and by himself. Okay. And then I probably won't survive based on that <laughs> right. fact alone. Yeah. So it was nice <laughs> knowing you. it's not looking too good for me. Um, but I just I hate that paranoid feeling. So I don't like watching something that keeps that paranoia I think that's in me the difference for an hour. Because I love that feeling. Right. People that it's are like into that horror movies like, like that. It's like that climb on a roller coaster where you're just starting to freak out. Yeah. And it's the best part of the ride. See, it's not for me. I like the I like the rush. Where I'm sitting there looking over the edge going, man, if this thing slipped off the track. I hate that. <laughs> I love that feeling. Oh, my God. I could totally die at any moment. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. awesome. <laughs> uh, the other thing, too, is that I have a an instinctual aversion to things that are like thrown in my face. And I feel like everybody and their sister is telling me to watch The Walking Dead. Mm. And when everyone keeps badgering you with it, eventually you go, you know, I freaking hate it now just because yeah, it's in my face every two seconds. And everyone has stuff like that. Yeah. And Walking Dead is kind of like that for me. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want it pushed in my face anymore. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I have to, I have to come to it on my own. And I'm not going to because it's zombie related. <laughs> I hate zombie stuff. Uh, number three, it goes on. She's got more to say. I told you this was a long one, but at least there's separate points. We can chunk this down and break it up. (laughs) Number three, uh, Brian, she actually has a message for, uh, you really should watch the big bang theory, not even for the geeky content, but just for Sheldon. He is probably the best, most charming original television character since Kramer. He will go down as one of TV's greats and you are missing out. 
His humor is truly original and refreshing from the run of the mill laugh track sitcom. I'm like Rob, who just did not did not give Walking Dead a chance. No, I'm joking. I have actually given Big Bang Theory uh, at least five or six episodes to draw me in, and I absolutely hate it. So I appreciate the thought, but I I know Sheldon's character, and I just don't find it funny. And I just think the entire show is not uh, to my liking. And I'm not going to go over you know the beating dead horse. Just not to my liking. I don't want right, right. to. I'm on the same page. I remember we sat here and watched a couple episodes. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah, yeah. It's not for everybody. Yeah. She did request this too. Bazinga! So, of course, thank you. <laughs> That's in there. Right? Uh, it actually she said, "Watch yeah. dead clip that just has a zombie." Insert Bazinga out. clip here. <laughs> uh, keep up the good work. Hope to join you soon. P.S. There's a P.S. There's more. <laughs> I'm working out every morning, and while doing so, getting caught up on the new series of Doctor Who. One episode a day, and I will be all up to date soon. Big smiles from me. Yay! Oh, and look at this. This is a simple way Mike Volpe could also catch up with it. <laughs> Watching one episode a day. Until he's all caught up. Mm. 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 Wouldn't take long at all. Wouldn't mm. take long why at all. Why don't you watch an episode of Walking Dead a day and he watched an episode yeah. of Doctor Who a day? <laughs> I don't care about it that much. Me then. I'm going to start watching Walking <laughs> Dead. Even. Yeah, I don't give a crap. <laughs> uh, this is a good place to take a break. Okay. When we come back, it's... Uh, the roast of... <laughs> it's, yeah. It's I, the I, roast. Going with the ro- it's not really a roast. It uh, is a roast. If I'm, ro- I'm roasting myself. Yeah, which is fine. Okay. But it's not all negative. It doesn't have to be. Okay. So when we come back, <laughs> it's going to be spotlight on me. Because, you know, I don't get enough attention on the right. show. <laughs> so we'll be right back. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, guys. I'm Eddie McClintock. I play Special Agent Pete Latimer on Sci-Fi's Warehouse 13, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. Peace! Hey everybody, we are back, and it is time for a spotlight of uh, yours truly. Is it weird that you have to like do this to yourself? I, I feel like I'm going to interview myself now. I almost feel like I have to make someone else interview me. Can you turn the monitor around? I could, but then Mic- I wouldn't be able to see my own stuff, <laughs> like my, my facts. Oh. I will preface it by saying that uh, I have 15 of course I'll you do. What? <laughs> <laughs> Reason being, well, you guys had a hard time coming up with ten. We did. Yeah, we so did. Like, I, I'm cutting down from an originalist of twenty five. All right. Because I, we base this off of uh, the Facebook meme yeah. that went around for a while, the twenty five random facts. So I took my original list and I yeah. cut it down. All right. But it's fifteen. <laughs> I think it's it's still some of them are quick, so they're not like crazy, but. I, I just feel the need to uh, uh, outdo everybody all the time. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, number one, I have split my chin open in three places on three different occasions, all from acts of my own stupidity. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> so well, what did you do? And there's no scars, or not visible scars. Uh, there are if I lift my chin up oh. a little bit. If, if I start growing like facial hair and stubble, yeah. you can see oh, yeah. patches kind of missing. So the first one, I was really young, like probably seven or eight, maybe younger. 
And uh, I was dressed up for something. I don't remember what. And I had dress shoes on. Yeah. And I was at my Pepe's house and running around. And I slipped on his walkway and hit my chin on the concrete Slick. steps that wow. led up to the house. And uh, I, at first, it felt numb, which is the case. It's a weird place to hit. Yeah. And I know from experience because each time it doesn't hurt. It goes numb. So I don't even know that it's happened when it happens. So I walk in the house and all the conversation stopped <laughs> and eyes just went toward me because apparently I had blood running all the way down my shirt and I didn't nice. understand what was going on. So I went to the hospital hey, and got up, stitches. Guys? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was more concerned that my chin went numb than yeah. I was like, mom, what's wrong? <laughs> uh, the second time was at a Boy Scout trip because, mm-hmm. yes, I was a Boy Scout for many years. Uh, it was the winter. There was a long hill that went down and it was all frozen. So we were all like running and sliding down this hill. And I was the one who was smart enough to go, I'm going to be Superman and go head first. first. And as soon as I jumped on, my chin smacked the ice, split number two. I left a nice red streak picturing that all the way down. So this is why you like Batman. (laughs) But just like his cape behind him. Right. It's like that streak of red in the sky. That's right. Uh, the last time was in high school. I used to work at a company during the summers during my, uh, sophomore and junior year. I think this was actually the summer after my senior year. I was when I, before I started going to college for graphic design, I had a job as a graphic designer for this company, but we had to do like little odd jobs here and there. My best friend, uh, worked with me because his dad was the VP of the company. These are all irrelevant details that I'm throwing in right now. Uh, so we were taking all these metal shelves out of the back yeah. and we had them all on a rolling flatbed, one of those things. And it was like five minutes before we were leaving. We had all these things that we had to pull off of the flatbed and restack somewhere else. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to lift the flatbed and dump them all out on the floor. Yeah. I'll just lift it up by the handle. No problem. I started lifting it up. It started coming up. Then the handle snapped off <laughs> and smacked me in the chin. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Did that so, knock your way to your ass? Uh, I don't remember, honestly. Oh. <laughs> I just, no, actually, I think it was still standing. It just smacked mm. me in the chin and right. cut yeah. you open again. Oh, yeah. So, and in three different places in the middle, right. on the right, and on the left. It has split in three different spots. Oh, you're out of places. So, yeah, it's I'm just, over. I'm balanced now. You are, yeah. <laughs> nice. So that happened. Mm. <laughs> number two, I like even numbers, especially the number four. Whenever I eat a bag of candy, I tend to count out four pieces at a time. If the last piece comes out odd, it tends to be unsettling for a second or two. I also don't like it when a volume dial is left on an odd number. My mom was the same way. Yeah? She hated odd numbers. It's a little twinge of OCD that I have. Yeah, I was going to say that's a little She OCD. was so weird about that. Yeah. I like I like having volume where it's either like a dial without numbers or just like slider bars. You know what's weird? Every number in the date that she died was odd. <laughs> I just think it's really? funny. Yeah, but she loved even numbers. Five, 11, and 7. That's crazy. Uh, huh. It's not funny that she, no, it's, yeah, but it's, it's not just like funny. funny that, that I was just like, hey, wait a minute. She loved even numbers, it's but quirky. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But um, like so, even in the movies when I'm eating candy, yeah, it doesn't pull me out of the movie either. But I'm subconsciously keeping track of how many, like, <laughs> not how many sets of four, but whether I'm on four or not. And then if there's like, oh, now I know how to screw with you during a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the thing is, like, it, I like how would you even screw with me? Oh, I'll that? just pay attention to you now. I'm gonna be like, how oh, you pulled out one. Well, then it's just gonna ruin the movie for you. No, that's okay. I pull them out in fours. Oh, I just do it. 
that's just the way I now, am. Now, wait a minute. What happens if there's an odd number in the bag? For for like a split second? What if you go four, 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 and then you pull out three? You're like, oh, right. God. No, I don't. It's not like this huge, like, people think it's this huge, crazy reaction. I'm just like, oh, and that's it. Oh. Like, I don't like oh, it. No I, don't, I just that, don't man. like it. No, it's it's never like, like an OCD person would have to go buy another bag and, like, keep having them until they ended with <laughs> right. four. But, like, when it ends on an even count of four, yeah. it's nice. I like it. Oh, okay. It's All just right, like one of those happy moments. Brian, we gotta we gotta figure something out here. <laughs> we'll talk. I'm exposing all my weaknesses. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, number three. Brian's taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> In elementary school, I decided to play soccer during recess while eating a handy snacks, cheese, and crackers. <laughs> uh, someone bumped into me in the corner of it, slashed my face. This was before they made it out of softer plastic and rounded the corners, so they were actually jagged. Yeah. Like, they were 90-degree angles, and I still have a faint scar, which you probably can't see from even where you are. But there's a little line. And it might have, most of it might have healed at this point. But oh, I, I did see it. There yeah, it is. Yeah. I Never have a noticed. line on my face from a freaking Handy, handy Snacks snack. container. <laughs> nice. But like when I found out years later that they ended up making the change with the softer plastic and rounding the corners, I was like, you kids have it so easy. <laughs> yeah, right. Back in my day, we used to get cut open by yeah. those things. <laughs> but like everyone had their snack during recess. Yeah, absolutely. So I probably wasn't even in the game, but I was playing and I just stepped away for a side and someone ran into me yeah. and then slash. But not even bad enough to require stitches, and yet I still have a scar from it. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't remember how old I was. I was just in elementary school. Mm. Number four. Lucky number. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling when I was growing up. Thought it was stupid in high school. Started watching my freshman year of college and then became a professional wrestler in the independent circuits for seven years. Yes, my parents should have just let me watch. Probably. 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 Could have avoided a lot of spandex in the future. <laughs> Although you never wore I never spandex. Did. Never did. It's comfortable stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I avoided <laughs> I the whole right, tights part. I I've, I've always had pants. You have. Yep. I never really wanted to. Uh, I was just trying to hide the... Uh, I couldn't wear tights because it would expose too much. Is No, never mind. I could go so many directions with this. I'm sure you could. I don't I'm know what those to. would be, though. I'm not going either. <laughs> moving on. Number five. I've been to Florida twice mm -hmm. to go to Disney and to Universal on yep. separate trips when I was a lot younger. On those trips, my sister and I reenacted a movie scene on the actual bee from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in front of an audience. And my family was asked to be on Family Double Dare, but my mom turned it down. Wow. That's terrible. Yeah. So when we were <laughs> we were waiting to get into this honey I shrunk the kids thing. Yeah. I know and, what you're about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we were near the front of the line. Mm -hmm. So a guy saw myself and my sister, and my brother's probably pissed about this, but he <laughs> took the two of us and said, Do you guys wanna volunteer yeah. and help us out and ride the bee? And we we're like, Yeah. <laughs> so we had to reenact this whole scenario in front of an audience of people mm -hmm. on the actual bee yeah. from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. While there was a large screen behind us that mm -hmm. we couldn't see, and I had to like, she was on the wing, and I had to pre pretend to save her, like grab her, yeah, and, yeah. So because this is helping my hero complex right, right. <laughs> when I'm younger, <laughs> I know, right? I've got you, sis. <laughs> so uh, that I did, and then when we were walking around Universal, uh, they were taking families for Family Double Dare, and a guy yeah. walked, a casting guy walked up to our family and said. Do you guys want to be on Family Double Dare? My brother and I almost jumped out of our freaking oh, pants. Oh, absolutely. And and my mother said, um, how many people can do it? And they're like, well, it's four. You have four contestants. 
I have five people in my family. Oh my god! Oh, so yeah. instead of having someone sit in the audience to watch, like her, instead of doing that, <laughs> since it, we couldn't all do it, oh, she said no, mom. Now, <laughs> now that's what she said. Yeah. The real reason is probably that she didn't want to do it. That's my guess. But come to find out, my sister was too young to participate anyway. Oh. So the decision would have been made anyway. Yeah. She could have sat in the audience. Yeah. So we oh, we were not bad. on family double there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of cool that we had the opportunity. You gotta ask. Still. And actually, when we watched, we still watched uh, Family Double Dare. We went into the crowd and watched it. Yep. Uh, the, do you remember the show Nick Arcade? Yes. Yep. Yeah. The host of oh Nick Arcade uh, was Phil Phil Morris or something. I I, I don't, I, don't I can't remember his name. He was sitting directly in front of us the cool. entire show. So that was cool. And we we met Mark Summers on the way out, took a picture with him, nice stuff guy? like that. Really nice guy. That's cool. Really nice guy. He's as nice as you as you would expect him to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the easiest job in the world. I know, right? Even now, he does that unwrapped on uh, the food channel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Number six. I held a lifeguard certification for 12 years. It was the first job I ever had and followed with many consecutive summers doing it at various pools throughout Massachusetts. Cool. So I I taught swimming lessons and my I, I see because again you needed to be the hero I did that's that was the reason I wanted to save people the fact that I can say now that I have saved lives because yeah. I have four in all those years I have four rescues mm. uh, one of which the first one was scary as hell there was a kid on a high dive mm-hmm. at a place I used to work at in Plainville. And they used to allow like anything off the boards. You yeah. can do whatever you want. It's always until somebody gets hurt. Until somebody slips and br- right, that there's like no rules. Open. So someone went to do a backflip off the high dive. Oh yeah. lord! And on the way down, his head hit the board. Uh huh. And he got this knocked video's out. Like this on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. He got knocked out. So there's a pool of blood in the water. And this is my zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, so I, I I remember I saved the kid and his mom. <laughs> Bought me an almond joy. <laughs> like, Thanks for saving my son. Is yeah. a candy bar? Right. Oh no, I'm sorry. It was a mounds. It was there was oh, well, no. That makes no, no, it was a mounds. Yeah, yeah. It was a mounds. Yeah. So yeah. that that was <laughs> that's funny. And that's it's what it, that's what I ate while I was filling out the paperwork from the sale. Wow. Um, the second one, I have to remember this one. This is the one I don't. Rem- the second one was easy. It was just someone like I could reach in and grab. That was simple. The third was two people at once Mm. because, and I saw this coming a mile away. I was working at the North Attleboro town pool. Uh, There was, there's two low dives there. Yeah. And we, we (laughs) (laughs) I like that you could see it coming a mile away, like a train wreck. And you're just like, I'm going to sit and watch. Oh, we were all watching it. That's the thing. (laughs) At that pool too, they had the rule of putting two guards at, at a post together. Yeah. Because, and for whatever reason, when you're at other pools, every other pool I worked at, that they said no talking to the other guards yeah. while you're watching the pool. But then you zone out. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. So the, the policy here was to always have two guards together. So you had someone to talk to. Yeah. You just talk while you look at the pool. Yeah. But now your your attention is more there. Right. So uh, I'm, I'm standing next to another guard, and we both knew it was going to happen. Uh, there's a grandmother who goes into the water below the diving board mm. and her granddaughter goes up on the board oh yeah here we go and because she wouldn't jump in the pool off the board anyway yeah. so i said this is not going to end well grandma's barely treading water herself <laughs> oh lord so the girl jumps off the board grandma catches her 
bloop, they both go under. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I know. So as soon as that happens, I'm already like halfway in the pool. Let me catch this 60 mile an hour fastball coming out of yeah. my head. Yeah. So all I all I really had to do was grab the kid with one arm and just pull grandma up to the surface. Yeah. So I swam the kid over to the edge. As soon as grandma was back up, she was fine, but she could not support herself and the weight of her granddaughter. (laughs) Superman. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's my, uh, all that, but for all that time spent only four saves, it's rarely actually Mm. needed. I spent a lot of time teaching swimming lessons too, Mm. which was my initial teaching experiences. Number seven. I was almost an Eagle Scout, but decided not to do the final project because I felt I didn't want it for the right reasons. And that is why I'm not an Eagle Scout today. I had everything done yeah. except for one project, and I can never do it because you only have until you're 18 oh. to be an Eagle Scout. You have to do it before you're 18. My brother's an Eagle Scout. Mm. I am not because I wanted it for my college applications, and I felt that was not the right reason. So I disqualified myself from earning it. And I almost hold that as a badge. Oh, that's weird. I would think doing it for college would be a good thing. Well, no, I just did it for the resume part. You should do it because you're trying to help out your community. That's the reason. That's why you do a community project where you better something in your community. The community gave you a candy bar for saving its son. <laughs> <laughs> and Fair it was point. mounds. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, that happened. Uh, number eight. You guys both know this, I believe, but and we've mentioned it briefly on the show, but I've never gone into the full extent. Uh, number eight, I've never had a sip of alcohol, never taken a puff of tobacco or weed, and never used a recreational drug. Mm-hmm. I've been straight edge my entire life and never even knew what straight edge meant until college. CM Punk. CM Punk. <laughs> CM Punk. I am lifelong straight edge uh, mainly, and the reasons have expanded over the years, but my initial reason, and I think I made the decision when I was like 10, mm. uh, my grandmother on my mother's side is an alcoholic Mm -hmm. and she basically wrote off talking to her because of just bad relationship and at this point i have no relationship with anyone on that side of the family yeah so something like that i lost half my family because of alcohol basically yeah uh my grandfather died from alcoholism the same month i was born Mm -hmm. and my middle name is actually his first name which it wasn't supposed to be Mm -hmm. my name was supposed to be michael oh yes uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be, but it ended up getting moved around and stuff with my middle name and everything. And uh, so, yeah, that that was my initial reason. Mm-hmm. I decided when I was like 10 that I was just never going to yeah, have alcohol or any of that other stuff. Since then, being in college and things like that, I basically have my friends used to joke. I have an invisible checklist and I would pull it out during parties and put a check on it <laughs> when something happened that was yeah. like a reason not to drink. Right. Um, Usually just looking around would yeah. be a reason. And actually, I was talking to some people about this the other day, that one of the things that sticks in my head, and I don't even know why, but it's just one of those things, is a scene from the movie Pinocchio that was like a reminder as as to not to drink. And if, if you're not... <laughs> it's the most random scene in the movie, too, because... Like Peter Pan, uh, there's a group of kids in Pinocchio called the Lost Boys. Yeah. And there's a scene in the movie where they're all around like this cauldron and they're all drinking out of it, except Pinocchio doesn't. Or he does a little bit and he starts to change and they all start to change. Oh, my God. I remember this. And they t- right. It's you don't. It's not something that's very like memorable unless you seriously it just like clicked into my head. The second right. you said that. Like like Pinocchio grows the tail and I think the two yeah. ears. 
Oh, but he doesn't does. fully yeah, change. The Lost Boys drink out of a cauldron and all turn into jackasses. And they start going, oh, yes, right. I remember this. And that visual stuck in my head so that even when I started going to parties where there was alcohol, I saw the Lost Boys. <laughs> That's what I saw. It yeah, just yeah, like yeah. replayed. And I watched people turn into jackasses as they got drunk. They do. <laughs> like, if that's not a metaphor, I mean, seriously. No, right? no, no. no. <laughs> so that, I don't know. There have been little things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, the first time I was around weed, I had an anxiety attack. <laughs> I clearly am not meant to just be a part of that <laughs> you can't world. can't be around. I don't like being around. I can't. I can't be around. Uh, I, I just walk. I have to leave. Yeah. I'm done. Never tried it. It has, it has ruined relationships for me. Because yeah. I, I can't, I can't oh, yeah. handle being around that stuff. Yeah. And the person I was with would be like, well, why is it such a big deal? Like, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> it just, oh, is. It just is. Why can't? Yeah. yeah. They're like, well, you need to work work on that so you can accept it. I'm like, I don't want to accept it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> no, and then on. fights, ongoing yeah. fights. And yeah. So fun, fun. Moving on. Number nine. During my sophomore year of high school, my English teacher sent a note home because after doing a poetry project on fear, she thought I was disturbed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Mike's like, oh, what? Yeah, How's that are. different yeah, than yeah. anything else? That's standard, right? Doesn't this all happen yeah. to everybody? Yeah. Doesn't everyone think you're disturbed at some point? It never happened to me, but okay. <laughs> Apparently. We had to choose like a singular word topic yeah. that was like an ad- abstract concept. Mm-hmm. And I chose fear because I was still in Batman world. Mm-hmm. And um, we <laughs> you had didn't to leave Batman. No, world. I, no, I didn't. <laughs> we had to create a physical representation of our poem. So there had to be a visual component. Oh. And uh, mine was actually kind of lazy, but smart at the same time. We had to write a series of poems on the topic. So I did. I wrote right. several poems on fear, which apparently were disturbing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I knew that our teacher had an at- intense fear of bugs. Oh, so no. I cut out I cut out dark silhouettes of bugs oh. and put all my nice. poems on those. Now, keep in mind. They're like a foot long. Right. It's a foot long, horrible cutout of something that looks vaguely like a centipede. Obviously, it's not because it's ginormous right. and it's stuck to the wall with tape. But <laughs> I wrote all my poems on silhouettes of bugs because I knew she was afraid of them. Mm-hmm. And part of our lesson was knowing your audience. You knew so, your audience. And apparently that makes me disturbed. My or, mom like laughed when she read it. Yeah, she was. She thought it was hysterical, <laughs> which I did, too. Number 10. If you had to add up all the time that I've spent in relationships throughout my entire life, it only adds up to roughly two years. Is that trombone? Start the pity party. <laughs> now, I have you beat. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's pretty much a result of uh, number eight, probably. Also, just yeah. my reluctance to step up and do anything about it. Pretty much. Yeah. My, my comfort problem. zone. Comfort zone. Yep. It's just easier at this point. To be alone. Oh. Pity party for us. We love you. The geek generation is here for you. easy, guys. Number 11. I took one semester of guitar in college, but had a hard time holding chords because my left middle finger doesn't curl in all the way due to getting slammed in a car door. I also sucked at it. (laughs) (laughs) At least you recognize. Yeah, I know. I know. I wasn't that great at it. But uh, this one, people can't see this, obviously. Mike can right now. That one curls in normal, just fine. Yep. No big deal. This one goes that far. Ooh, yeah. I have to push it to get it in there. And it hurts. So holding chords was challenging. 
even though I mean the guitar neck allows for some of that room, mm. but it's just not a comfortable finger to use. So it did create issues, and I was pretty terrible. I am not musically inclined. It is not my gift. I have other things, and music is not one of them. Number twelve. I have to preface this one with saying thanks, mom. I'm kind of a whiz in the kitchen, especially when it comes to baking. Yep. Mike Bowlby can attest to this. He is good at cooking. <laughs> His baked goods are great. <laughs> I should be gay, but I'm not. <laughs> Based on a lot of these things, should be. Oh, but I'm not. You and I both. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Mr. Asplay. All That's right. right. <laughs> 13. Did she tell you something? Oh, for they, they don't know. Heather's been here like the whole entire Yeah. Time. Yeah. She's been here for a while. <laughs> she just hides. <laughs> so. Number 13. I sing in my car constantly, but there are very few people I'm comfortable singing at full blast in front of. I probably have like two or three friends that I actually sing in the car You've with. You've never sung a car with me. Nope. I'd laugh at you. Yep. And you'd laugh at me. Yep. So I don't sing. Hence the reason I don't sing. It's in like front I of you. dance though in the car. Do you? What? Yeah. What? Do you really? Yeah. Oh. How do you dance? How do you not? <laughs> How do you not? Again, supporting the gay theory. Yeah. yeah. Number 14. Even the way I was just standing. I was like, oh my God. He just had to change his posture because oh, he was a little off kilter. off kilter. Military stance. <laughs> Number 14. When gaming on my PC, I always reconfigure my directional controls from WASD, which is the standard, to ESDF. Been doing that since high school. Hmm. I know oh, that I know is thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think like I'm everyone does the directionals is yeah, WASD. Yeah, yeah. I find it doesn't leave me enough buttons on the left side yeah. to use for my pinky or mm-hmm. enough space. So I move over to the EDSF. That mm-hmm. way I can use A as like my open doors type function yeah. use key. And then I use the R as the reload because R, R is, is reload. reload. And so that I do that on every single game I play mm. that I play on my computer. And it's just been the habit that I do. Most of the time, it's not a problem because a lot of tutorials and games will actually reconfigure their tutorial text on the screen based to what you have your keys mapped as. Mm-hmm. But it got really confusing at times when they had preset tutorials that wouldn't change and I had changed all the buttons. So I'm a weirdo like that. Last one. Last. Last Number one. 15. Number 15. When I was younger, not only did I look up to Batman, I wanted to be Batman to the point where I practiced walking quietly all the time. It became such a habit that I still do it today, to the point where I consistently startle people who didn't realize I had come into the same room. I cannot <laughs> tell you. <laughs> I cannot tell you how often this happens at work. Yeah. That I will walk into a room and I say hi to somebody and they jump out of their freaking chair because they didn't realize I was there or anybody was there. And do you follow up with sorry I'm Batman? Uh, I just usually say, yeah, I do that. <laughs> yeah, I do that. <laughs> they said, you scared the crap out of me. I said, yeah, I do that. That's generally the response. But I didn't even realize it for a while. Like when I was younger, I did. I started making sure that I walked like definitely heel first and I rolled my foot in a certain way so that it yeah. didn't make as much noise. And then it became habit over the time. And it was always in my head is like that thing where Batman just kind of pops in and then disappears on Gordon all the time. So (laughs) Brian's like, this guy's psychotic. No, I'm entertained. Yeah. So I used to practice moving around quietly. Like I was stealth, like Batman. And then it just, I don't even think about it anymore. It's the way I walk. And I'll walk into a room completely silent. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll even get to the point now where I try to make noise Just some other way. Yeah, I'll or do whistle. something to almost announce my presence so that people don't 
get startled. You need like a little app or a little sound effect on your thing that's like, Rob's coming. (laughs) (laughs) I need theme music for every time I walk into a room is what I need. I have my uh, my Think Geek, uh, what do you call it, that soundtrack t-shirt. Are you familiar with that? Oh, yeah. 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 I have one of those and I have uh, like music programmed into it so I could walk into a room with theme music. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's me. Mm. We really, we didn't roast him as much as we. No, it wasn't very. Many there was nothing, anything thing. really to roast him. I, I did a good job roasting myself. I I, t- I stepped up to what uh, my faults were. Mm-hmm. So uh, yep. All right, that's me. Now we got the superhero thing, right? Now we have to characterize. Ah, that's right. I guess I'm asking myself these. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Rob. What's it, what would you be? Well, so, well, Rob. <laughs> Hi, Rob. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which one would you be? Oh, thank you, Mike Bowley. No problem. Uh, I would be Donatello. I know you would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very and, gadgety. Yes. So Donatello. I always like the smart guy. Always. I don't know. Whatever Are you good it is. With his weapon of choice. Oh yeah. I always love the staff. The bow staff. It's non-lethal too. And like Batman, I will not kill. <laughs> so whether it be the nunchucks or the bow staff, those are my only weapon options for the Ninja Turtles. And I love the bow staff over nunchucks. Whereas I'm like, I go right for the death, the yep. kill. <laughs> Give me the sharp weapon. You're like, I want Wolverine claws yeah. <laughs> with katana blades. Three giant katana blades. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd totally be Donatello. X-Men. Mm. I Which would... of the X-Men would you be, Rob? <laughs> I-, I hate Tamir O'Brien, but I would be Cyclops. Okay. And this is oh, <laughs> this is not even based on this is again unlike or like you Brian this is not what I would prefer. Yeah. This is what was assigned to me. Oh. By my well, friends. Well then what would you prefer? I would oh, prefer that's... to be someone like Nightcrawler. Yeah. Or Iceman or someone like that. So your friends but say you're like I am more like Cyclops. Okay. All right. Which is why Cyclops is the answer. Okay. Because that boy scout mentality I guess I'm kind of a leader mm-hmm. in most of the things I do. You are leading the geek generation. I am. So I, I do generally take leadership roles. As reserved as I was growing up, mm-hmm. I do generally step into leadership roles. So Cyclops is my unfortunate one there. Marvel Comics as a whole, I would be the Hulk. Interesting. Mm. So there is a change from X-Men to yeah. that one. And that is because I have a bit of a temper. <laughs> I've never really seen it flare. And no, because I have oh. it under control. Oh. Uh, there was a point when I was in school that I definitely jumped on top of my best friend with both my hands around his throat because Holy he just crap. he hit me at a point where I snapped. I choke slammed a kid onto a desk once. Yeah. What? So. The hell? <laughs> what the really? Yeah. Do tell. Oh, he was just pissing me off. He was giving me shit. <laughs> and the teacher wasn't in the I room yet. It wasn't like a single off. arm joke slam. It was the double. Like oh, I grabbed okay. him by the throat, lifted him up, and then just kind of like tossed forward. Yep. And he hit a desk and then hit another desk and they both went down. Uh, it was great. Remind me never to piss either of you off. Because <laughs> it's got to be a wrestling yeah. move. I think I think genetically I have it in me because my dad has a crazy temper, even though you would never think no, it. Oh, your dad's like the never most think that Right. <laughs> We're both very person. mild-mannered, but if there's a tipping point, yeah. that's when it snaps. I also, when I was younger, my brother beat the crap out of me every day for four years. <laughs> I didn't hit him back yeah. the whole time. I you just should have because I now bottled it's all built it up, up, and then well, no, I swung back once, and that's the day it ended. Oh, 
<laughs> when I punched him and he fell back and hit at the back of his head on a uh, windowsill and yep. like split his head open. Oh, geez. yeah. Like, so game over, bro. So that's when I <laughs> even at that young age, I knew, OK, I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. I can't snap. So it was a constant battle for years and years and years. And now it's at the point where I have it under control because I work out. Mm. I have to work out. And wrestling was the other. Wrestling was like my thing. So wrestling curious, was event for me. How long is it going to be before I'm on the news? <laughs> See, I thought the same because wrestling was such a good outlet for my anger. Mm-hmm. But working out has been just fine mm-hmm. for it. So I need to be physical and do something physical or else I will build up and explode. Mm-hmm. And it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. The berserker thing, that's not from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual name in high school that I right. earned. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and actually, when All I right. watch, <laughs> when I watch like the Hulk, like yeah. I actually just watched a scene from the Incredible Hulk yesterday where he flips out and like destroys all the tanks. <sighs> I feel so in tune with it. Right. <laughs> it's a problem. It's like an unhealthy level of in tune. I just want to like unleash mm-hmm. Justice League. Batman. Of course. Come on. <laughs> Shocker. I know. I, there's really, I mean, I've lived the majority of my life as Batman. As Batman, to be Batman. Yeah. But it's become to the point where I don't know if I'm trying to emulate him or if I like him because I have so much in common with him. I don't know which is which anymore. And I don't remember how it began. It just was what it was. I identified with him, obviously, when mm-hmm. I first saw him. But then, and then DC Comics as a whole is still Batman. Batman. Yeah. Villain, though. Ah, yes. Here we go. This is the interesting one. Like Brian, I am not someone that classifies myself as a villain. Mm-hmm. So I had to think about which scenario it would be that would cause me to go over the edge. Mm-hmm. And for me, it would be Mr. Freeze. Mm. Because it would take... That's the wife, right? Wasn't it his wife? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, and it's, again, it's like uh, Brian's idea of like do, acting a certain way but not seeing it as evil. Yeah. I wouldn't consider myself evil and i don't consider mr freeze evil i think he makes bad decisions i think his obsession has just taken over his decision making process because of what someone did to his wife Mm -hmm. i think that's what would be the like the tipping point for me Mm -hmm. is if there was one thing that like pushed me over the line and then i would be trying to it would be it would mr freeze is such a hero that he's gone over into the villain category because he's going to do like everything he can to save her, regardless of the outcome. Mm-hmm. That would be the tipping point for me. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, of course, Freeze isn't quite as angry as I would be. <laughs> so it would be a combo of the Hulk and Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I would be the Mr. blue Freeze. Hulk. So you would freeze something and then smash it. Yes. <laughs> I like that combo. Yes. It's like the Duke Nukem Freeze Ray. Yeah, it shatters well. <laughs> yeah. Hulk Freeze, then Hulk smash. <laughs> So, yeah, that would be me. That's it. Oh, <laughs> show over. Yeah. Uh, before Volpe. we leave, though, final thoughts or something you'd like to plug, Mike Volpe? Oh, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, my back cards have been standing to do the recording. Yeah. Show sat. <laughs> uh, what? At SBV Sups. <laughs> okay. SUPPS. SUPPS on Twitter. On Twitter. Okay. Be right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Xander Harris. If you want to hear me talk about pro wrestling, deliberatenoise.com slash wrestling. If you want to hear me talk about movies, <laughs> movienoise.com slash aisle. Or thegeekgeneration.com. Or that too. Well, I'm doing that one. He's on both. That's true. If you want to visit the site, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com. There's a button on there to go to iTunes where you can rate the show. 
and write a review. And you should because... Hulk is strongest there is! <laughs> and if you don't, then... Hulk smash! Oh, well, please. Thank you, sir. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss on a future show, you can send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at Geek Generation on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So now that I am vented and cleansed, mm-hmm. <laughs> we will leave you all till next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Make it so.